Me, I haven't really woken up oh, until I've had my McDonald's breakfast deal. And I know this is true because before breakfast, I put my phone in the refrigerator and couldn't find the keys that were already in my hand. Nothing gets the morning going like the first sip of an iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it. Yo, yo, what it do, people? Welcome to the Call of Duty Black Dads Podcast. I'm your boy L, a.k.a. E. Diddy, a.k.a. All World L, a.k.a. your favorite BD, meaning Black Dad. It's your boy T, a.k.a. Old Eddie Kane. Eddie Kane, Eddie Kane. <laughs> <laughs> a.k.a. International T, a.k.a. Trav Nasty of the Nasty Boys. <laughs> <laughs> And this is the 27, 27, 28, 29, 30, 27th episode of the Call of Duty Black Dads podcast. And we continue to slack on our pimping, pimping. Yeah. Uh, is this the first one of December? Yep. Damn. Ain't did one since the Thanksgiving. The Thanksgiving break. Damn. Um. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, we we slacking. We do apologize. We hope y'all continue to rock with us. But um, we we got real life going on. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Going through some real life stuff. I got here. <laughs> Would you care to elaborate? No. All right. So uh, uh, you know, two since the last episode. Christmas shopping, Christmas shopping, and a little more Christmas shopping. Mm-hmm. Bro, I'm so broke right now. Yeah. Funny, man. Yeah. Uh, I know you can't go into detail what you got, uh, little Travis, but um, what, uh, what all you get, Taylor? Man, man, it's just a bunch of, bunch of little toys, man. I got a... Uh, Couple of uh, little life size American dolls, whatever they call. Oh, you trip! I heard that that shit right there don't never end. It's not a regular dial. They got doctor all doctors yeah. for them. Um, a couple, and then I had to buy like some outfits to go with it, and then uh, got some clothes. So I got a. You should be all right. Yeah. Oh, um, with the kids, man. Oh, you know, same, just little stuff. Since they being so young, and got to get them a whole lot. But we do have a uh, another addition to the family. So Nike came to me and was like, uh, "Can I get a cat?" I said, "Hell no." You got a cat? Nope. She said, "Can I get a dog?" I said, "No." She said, "Can I get a fish?" I said, yes. I might think about that. <laughs> I 
I seen it on Snap. Yes, yeah, so we have a beta fish. And she didn't let my daddy talk her into naming the fish. Charlie. Charlie. <laughs> oh, Charlie, huh? <laughs> she, so, know that, she know that's your name? No, Charlie? No. That's <laughs> the nickname, Charlie. <laughs> that ain't my name. Oh man, I forgot my new AKA. AKA Eldro. Damn, you brought it back, dog. Man, I thought about that. I used to call you that shit. I was ago. I heard an old, I heard a uh, Young Dro song. I'm like, man, I remember you used to call me that. I meant to bring that up. Eldro. Uh, I, I, that was saved in my phone for hell. <laughs> I just changed your name to Elgin probably within the last year in my shit. Uh, but yeah, we got Charlie at the crib. Just be chilling. So, yeah, yeah I got trying to feed it. Yeah, she uh, she feed them, and uh, they just got them some blood worms. Damn, I don't know, man. I, know I got a real deal. It's a it's a frozen pack of like a frozen pack of mud or something. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm guessing it's little worms and. Got no gloves or nothing, so I had to break off a little piece and kind of put my finger on top of the water and let it drop. You know, yeah. he ate it, so oh well, gotta feed him again when I get back to the crib. But yeah, so but Travis' first pet was a uh, gecko. Got to that. feed that mug mealworm, and then that mug started shedding. And we thought we had a boy, but that mug started laying the eggs. They self reproducing. I don't. We had a boy. We bought. We had. He had one, and we bought another one. Oh, you thought you had two boys, boys. <laughs> and then like eggs just start hatching out of nowhere. But they ain't hatch. But he start laying eggs. Well, she start laying eggs. But I think it was something like they had to bury it or something for them to actually hatch. Uh, and they didn't ever bury them, so they never hatched. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tragic. Yeah, no. The fishes. Uh, and they live for. And I heard they live for a long time. This lady I seen. She got one. She said she didn't have her for about three years. So I ain't want to get no goldfish because I ain't want to have to replace it. She asked what happened to it. Man, he he ran to the store with his friends or something. He flushing fish down the toilet every other week. Ain't nobody got time for that. Um, but yeah, we gonna get into this episode. I forgot what I wanted to talk about. Um. So, uh, we are going to, oh, so one of the things I want to talk about, I heard this on, um, I heard this on Boat Money, that, um, I think it was like 20, like, in general, I think it said like half the population, not half, but 28%, 20-some percent of the population, um, Wore glasses, so they said that um, recently they've seen that that's been going up. Because I heard this on uh, Bomani's podcast, the lady was talking about it. They said they seen that that, that started going up. I think it's like thirty, thirty or forty percent. Um, it says when Gen Xers were. We're young in the 70s. About 20% of children in the United States needed glasses. Now that number has inched closer to 40. Um, others estimate 
other estimates say that percentage of youth with uh, myopia or nearsightedness is even greater <clears throat> in excess of 45%, says Dr. April Jones. By 2050, esti uh, estimates suggest that as much as a quarter of the world may be nearsighted. Just two decades ago when, I don't know how to say their name, but um, I guess some some doctors started practice, she saw fewer than, she saw far fewer young patients who required lenses than she sees today. The biggest increase she sees coming in ch children between the ages of 4 and 12. So, they, you know, how most people say, you may think, that kids need glasses because they're looking at the screens all day, you know, like tablets and stuff. Well, the story was like um, that maybe some of it, but they believe that a lot of it is that kids aren't going outside anymore. It's something with the sun. Something about the sun being outside helps their eyes. Um. It says exposure to uh, there's prob there's probably a partial truth. Okay, genetics alone can uh, cannot explain such differences. So specialists suggest that a combination of factors started with uh, screen use. There's probably a partial truth truth in there, says one doctor. A, a pediatric. How do you say? Uh, I love. Op ophthalmologist, yeah. pediatric eye doctor <clears throat> yeah. in Kirkland, Washington, uh, of the tendency is blamed on screens. Ex uh, exposure to sun sunshine, however, may, however, may be just as important, if not more. Esper experts are beginning to believe. Again, it's not clear exactly why, but natural sunlight appears to stabilize vision regardless of whether a person uses screens. In addition, when children, when a child is outside playing, that is time he or she is not bent over a screen, making outdoor time even more important, the experts say. Um, so, yeah, the kids need to be outside. Cause, like, you ever need glasses? I never wore glasses. I know Lil Travis. He wore glasses at one point. He had stigmatism. Nah, he okay. actually grew out of it. I just, I never trip off that. Yeah, he went to go. He had broke a pair of his glasses. Went to go try to get a. I remember you telling me about that. And they was like, he don't need them. Mm. So, yeah. I so that nigga play games and tablets all day long. Uh, yeah. So. You got to get your kids outside and get them out. So that means you got to get outside. Right. That's the thing. You don't want to go outside with the kids. It ain't like it used to be. You can't just tell them to go. Yeah, you got to supervise gotta, it. Yeah, be out there with them. Too much going on. Um. Oh. You hear that, uh, you hear that story about the 16-year-old? The I was walking with her mother and got kidnapped. She staged it? Yeah. I mean, 
I, I read some of it. I ain't. It, that uh, Jesse Smollett type deal. That is because when I seen the, when I first seen the story, I just shook my head. I'm like, damn, Juicy Smollett. <laughs> when I when I seen the story, I shook my head. I'm like, damn, man, kids can't do nothing. Then come to find out, she staged it because she said her mother was too strict. So, if you were in that situation, what would you do? <laughs> you and Lil Travis, or you and Taylor walking down the street, or no, no, we gonna say you. Well, yeah, we just say you. Say it's four dudes, one grab one of them, then three of them holding you down. Ain't you know, ain't a whole lot you can do. They got away. Call the police. Damn. You spazzing out. You don't know what the hell to do. In your mind, you about to get on your taking stuff. You like, I remember the license plate number. It was two black dudes and a white guy. You like, yeah, I'm finna get. You I'm got the, go, uh, yeah, you got the heat. I'm about to go Mitch off of uh, paid in full. Okay. You nigga that looked at me wrong. <laughs> Owes me money. <laughs> Ever said any jealous bullshit about me? It's fucking bad, B. Okay, so then a day later, you find out that they set it up. It's gonna go from a kidnapping to a homicide. <laughs> I'm finna kill this little motherfucker. <laughs> you gotta understand you know how much stress her mama was probably going through, man. Like, I, it's one thing when your kid getting kidnapped and you not around, but you actually witnessing. It. Like you probably replaying that shit in your head over and over. Like, what could I could could have done differently? Right. Or if I would have never walked this way, some shit like that, man. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll be, I'll be uh, letting a lot of stress out on that ass when I uh, finally yeah, got back, man. Uh, um, I I don't know. I spaz out. Uh, yeah. Now, if it was Nike, then I'm calling sisters, friends, whoever. First one to pick up, I need you to come over and handle something. If it's Aiden, see, but when I heard Bomani talk about it, he was like, uh, you can't do it right after they get back. You know what I'm saying? Because you probably missed the ass. Not, not even just that. If something happened, you know, the police, they're going to they gonna talk to you. They're going to be like, hey, we know you're upset. Don't do anything crazy. You know what I'm saying? So it's like they didn't warn you. All right. So, like he said, he was like, look, it's going to happen. You just don't know when. Whenever you get that, you know, they ain't, they ain't nervous no more. They ain't got back comfortable. They ain't got their punishment. One half of the punishment. Then just one day, maybe two months later, little Travis come walking in the house. <laughs> All right. Put him in that Melvin off a uh, baby boy chokehold. <laughs> Playing the game. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> Mom. <laughs> yeah, exactly what he going to do. <laughs> Man, I could no, I can't imagine. Bro, that got to be stressful. I could not, man, I could not. I promise you, man, I could not imagine. Like you say, if you was there and you running, you just running through your head. I should have fought harder. I should have, you know what I'm saying? 
damn, I should have had the heat. If I would have had it, if I could have. It's like. Yeah, man. That's like I get mad at him like when I'm calling his phone and he don't answer. <laughs> so I can just imagine if something actually happened to him. Right. And then, how stressed that it, how stressful that it be. And then they come to find out it was stayed. I mean, that was man. Yeah, and then you know, that was in New York. I think it may have been New York. Um, yeah, then you know, boy, like I don't know. What would y'all do, man? Yeah, they. I don't. They they probably try to do this. Some people probably say the same thing. Some yeah. people may be like, you know, I'm just be happy that they home. Screw that. Right. Probably within the first five or ten minutes. And let it sink in that you put me through all this for nothing. No, as soon as they call me and say we found her, oh damn! But <laughs> but what? Ain't no but. Lost leg, you know they right. what? Come to find out she faked. And I and Did I she paid him or I, I think it may have been like some friends. Gosh. See. And being 16, <clears throat> you make, you plan it, and then once you see it on the news, your picture on the news and all that stuff, then you start panicking. Like, it's surreal. Because like I, read, I read something, they was like, when it happened, and they, she put out the Amber Alert and everything, they was like, yeah, maybe we, we messed up. See? <clears throat> but if I was to ever do something like that, it'd just be like, look, man, just drop me off somewhere. Yeah. I ain't finna say nothing <laughs> Cause if you if you, if you start that lie, you you can't tell the truth. But they probably be looking for them them do for them long. They was probably the ones right. that look, man. You got to tell them. <laughs> you got to tell them it, it, it wasn't real. Because if she remember anything about them and they found them, ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> like how would you be able to prove that that was staged? If she would have gave them that description, they'd be like, oh, well, your daughter told us. But maybe you told her to tell us that. See, I didn't even think about that. So. I didn't even think about that. So. That could have that could have been bad, man. That's my man. These kids don't think about this stuff. I understand you do some stuff and don't think about the consequences, but. Something that something, serious. Yeah, something like that. I mean. Especially with, like, the whole kid trafficking stuff going on these days. Yeah. Play like that, yeah. That was uh, folks be tripping, man. Stay in your kids' ass, yeah, right. no, because Cause that's what caused her to do that. <laughs> Damn, yeah, I don't know what to do. Matter of fact, uh, I'm gonna talk to the people. Go, go get a, go get a, go get T money. You know, I asked him if he would ever do anything like that. Yeah, um, T Money is here. So we're going to talk to a 13 or 12. We're going to talk to a 12 year old and see if um, see if he would ever do anything like that. Come here, Pimp J. Let me holler at you. We only got the two mics, so I'm going to ask you a question. If your if if your father was super strict, wouldn't let you. I don't even know how strict she was, but it say he was strict. Say he only said you can play an hour of video game a week. Yeah, 
the look on his face right now is like, <laughs> what? I can't imagine that. So say he did that. Would you stage a kidnapping? Would you tell your friends, like, look, we're going to be going to the store. Y'all can drive. You're only 12, but I'm just saying, you can drive. Your friends can drive. We're going to walk to the store, and I'll need y'all to come grab me, put me in a car, and take off. Would you do that? No. Come here. I, I wouldn't do that. You sure? I'm positive. You're saying that now, but you, you're, not, you're not that crazy teenager. I'm not. I wouldn't do anything close to that playing over one-hour kind of games. You should, because I know, uh, you know, you love your video games. I don't love my video games, but. You, you don't love them. <laughs> well, Be truthful, ne- man. Not necessarily love, but I have spent time playing them. A lot of time, right? Yeah. Could you go, could you go a week without playing? Yeah. You good. Yeah. You gonna be scratching looking like Pookie. <laughs> looking like no. Ezel off Friday. Huh? <laughs> you sure? I'm positive. T, how long he gonna be over here? He's on a break, I guess. You wanna start you wanna you, <clears throat> you wanna do that challenge? The no video game challenge. Yeah, no. Huh? What am I getting out of it? What are you getting D? If you make it through. Uh, I go have. Video game when you go them two weeks without it. Two, don't say two. I don't think you do two. Look, he's already shaking his head like, nah. Just one game for two weeks. Yeah. Uh, can you go? What's the longest you have went without playing a game? Well, are you saying like before? Let's say, are you saying? Excuse me. Bro. <laughs> so are you? Well, I, I, well, I can say I can go a while. What's a while? <laughs> Ten minutes is not a while. All right. Sleeping is not. We saying you can't play no games on your phone. Sleeping is not considered is not TV playing no game. game. Is who? TV considered a game? No. No, it's not a game. You're not playing TV, are you? No. Then well, I've done it before. Then. How long? Of oh, two months, maybe. Months and a half. I don't believe that. Yeah. Right. What, what? Maybe at your mama house because I know you didn't play the game within them two and a half months when you was there, unless you was at your granny in Michigan. No, nah, you probably took the game. I had a phone. I had my phone, but. Okay. Did you play the game on the phone? Yeah. So hey, you didn't. Well, this is, well, this is when I didn't have my phone and I had an Xbox. So. My mom won't let me play it. I don't believe that, man. I mean, I'm gonna believe your mama didn't let you play, but I I don't believe that you came to my house and didn't play it. Yeah, over her probably not. I don't believe that, bro. Yeah, over her, yeah, definitely not. Yeah, I know you played it over. Yeah. We so, talking about two. We talking about not playing a game at all. Like, can you go? What's today? Sunday. Can you go to next Sunday without playing a game? No. Can you go till Wednesday without playing a game? I don't know. No, 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 no. Can you go to Thursday? Because you know them new games. You know, if he if you got some games for Christmas and you open them, and you can't play them until Thursday night, could you do it? I don't know. What you mean you don't know, man? I just don't know. You don't, you don't believe in yourself. 
Not really. I know that's kind of sad, but. At least he. Dang, man. Like, I got any of my friends' phone numbers, so I just can't talk to them the whole time, or. What do you mean? You you don't have their number in your phone? I only got my friend James' number in my phone, but that's his mom number, because he ain't got a phone that's home. That wouldn't even help, because they'd be at home, like, what you doing, playing the game? Right. <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you hop on Fortnite? Man. <laughs> All right, so, if I beat you, what game you got up there? Well, the other controller, I don't think works, but we can try to make it work. I got, I got a controller. All right. If, Injustice what, 2, then. What, who? Injustice 2. So if I beat you, you got to go to Friday. <laughs> All right, bet. You sounding kind of comedy. What you think you going to beat me? <laughs> yeah. Why? I am. Why you figure that? <laughs> Why you figure that? Because <laughs> I just am. There's no reason there's no way for me to explain. I just know I'm gonna beat you. That's just that you play games every day. Okay. Especially <clears throat> fine games. So I got 2K at the crib. I don't play 2K. Uh. We we gotta even it out some way. Whoa, that's not even enough. I hate 2K. Okay. Uh, I got baseball. No. <laughs> Football. No. Then then sports. Wrestling, maybe. Or the, uh, no, never mind. Yeah, maybe it was like a wrestling game or something like that, and yeah. UFC? Maybe. He cheating. That's what he do. He cheating. That's the first thing you said. That's what my mom used to be when I used to beat her Mortal Kombat. I'm like, man, you cheating. When I, because I used to, uh, because she be pressing everybody out of control, so when she get close, she'd be like, oh, no. He probably do that, do the same move over and over. Uh-huh. Why don't you do something else? I don't do that no more. I don't, I don't think I'm going to win, T. I can't take him up on that. Not in that game. Hell no. Nah. got to be a level playing field, man. Y'all got to play that game and then play 2K or something. And whoever whoever win, whoever lose the worst. Yeah. So if you get like a flawless victory and I don't win one, but then on 2K, I beat you 150 to nothing. I won. <laughs> who you gonna who you, who you play with on 2K? Who? I don't know. Who would you play with? Golden State Warriors? That's all you yeah, That's your right. generation. That's all they know. That's all right. He can play with them. They trash now. All the updates on. He playing with, <laughs> he playing with Draymond and Pascal. <laughs> All right, man. You, give me you your presence, huh? You yeah, I got Dion football. I might play one more. Well, what's up? You got the online? I don't hear. Oh, boy. my dad said when I bring home a report card, then uh, he'll uh buy it. When you bring home a report card, yeah, you you ain't brought no report card. You ain't seen no report card. Well, uh, he just got a report card. His mama just. Sent it to me. She did pretty good on it. She emailed it to you? Nah, she just showed it to me. Because now you can get on. Yeah, these schools got these websites. You can get on there and check. Yeah. You need to get that information. Because you might have to take some games away from somebody. Don't 
What did grades look like? He had all A's and B's. Uh, mama showed me. Uh, exactly. Drop the mic. Don't want to hear nothing. Uh, <laughs> you ain't dropping my mic. I paid too much for this. Um. All right, I'm done with you. You gonna walk off like that? I ain't, I ain't got nothing to say. All right, man. You, you. I'm taking one of your presents when I leave too. Okay. I know where yours at. Why would I tell you? What? Buy you what? You don't know what I bought you. You did. You did that. He just asked for one thing. So whatever else you got, I'm sending my way. All right, bet. Oh, he asked me for two things. He didn't say that. See? Dang, never go, mind. Go get your money back. Yeah. You got the receipt. You set your. You set yourself up. Drop the mic. Man, my might had to take some shit back then. <laughs> All right, uh, I, I am broke. <laughs> All right, well, while we here and it's Christmas time, we gonna get it. Hey man, I'm be slamming no doors around here. Uh, we gonna get into uh, we gonna get into a an oldie but a goodie with a with a slight with a slight twist to it. Uh, T hasn't heard it yet, so he's gonna be hearing it for the first time with. You or y'all. Hope y'all enjoy it. You know Dash for a dancer, Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen. But do you recall, what's that? The most famous reindeer of all. Come on! people hope y'all enjoyed that that was the uh rudolph dmx version the most the most uncomfortable i ever been listening to a christmas song no that was most aggressive christmas song i've ever heard (laughs) 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 what (laughs) (laughs) oh man hey Ain't nothing wrong with that. Uh, but yeah, 
So we got um we got up next playoff. So the homie LeBron, he um his son, you know, his son is at Sierra Canyon. And um was it last week? Uh yeah, I think it was. They played um his alma mater. St. Vincent, St. James. St. Vincent, St. Mary's, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh they played St. Vincent, St. St. Mary's. And I heard a lot <clears throat> I heard a lot about it. Um because you know uh you know Brian Windhorse? He one of the ESPN. Yeah, 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 yeah. He he got to cover this game. He got to cover this game. I think he said it was like exactly 20 years from the first time he covered LeBron. Yeah. He's been covering LeBron since he was 14. Man, that's crazy. And his son about 14. And uh uh yeah, he um he said um he said that uh only reason cuz he was fresh out of college and his mom he went to the school and his mom worked there so he got a so he he told his job that uh once he heard about LeBron that they probably should start following him so he been following him hold on he's his mom worked at St. Vincent St. Mary yeah oh damn um so he started following him and he's been he's been reporting on LeBron since LeBron was 14 years old so it basically come full circle to where his son he is watching his son. So you know uh LeBron, he uh he skipped he skipped the game for that. I think he skipped the game. Uh, uh I skipped the practice or something. I yeah. think they okay, they was on a road trip and he, yeah. he left the road trip because I think they played Le, um Atlanta the night after. But yeah, so um <clears throat> it's did you see that picture I put on Instagram? Of uh it was a picture of LeBron and Mid Air Duncan. Then it was a split. Yeah, I see. Man, listen. If that don't as a father, if that ain't like, boy, that that's dope as hell. If you don't get that feeling you know what I'm saying? It's like he following right in his footsteps. Yeah, that's crazy. We didn't, you know, we didn't hear about Jordan's son. They didn't. They weren't at no high pro, high, you know, high profile high school. I don't even think. I don't even think they went D one. One of them did. Uh, Marcus, he went to UCF. Oh, that's before you started hearing about. The other this. dude went to Illinois too, though. Okay. First, they both went D one. Oh, okay. They just wouldn't know. Yeah, they weren't weren't good. Yeah. So, uh, Bronny is fifteen. He doesn't start. He comes off the bench because yeah, they 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 got two five star recruits on their team already. Yeah, so yeah, you gotta gotta earn your stripes, youngster. And they got Zaire Wade, but I think he's been hurt. Yeah. Uh, but in this game. He finished with 15 points and he hit the game winning layup. And this was in front of 13,000 people. 
Like for real, if that don't come full circle, man. <laughs> thirteen thousand people. And I think they said when LeBron was playing before he thinking it like five thousand. That's that's how much the uh oh because he, you know he he uh he got that gym rebuilt. Yeah, that's I've seen him like interviewing him after the game when he was talking about that because like you said he paid to get uh St. Vincent St. Mary gym redid. Pay for the uh, uniforms and all that stuff. Yeah, so I say, as a father, man, that's that's got to be that. That's that's just dope. It is. Like it ain't nothing. Ain't nothing else you can say. Now, like they say, it still remains to be seen how good he's gonna be. But from the looks of it, we're on the right track. Yeah, because I'm saying, uh. Like, I think Bronny like six one, something like that. And they said LeBron James was that exact height his freshman year, and by the end of his freshman year, he was like six four, six five, or some shit like that. So he ain't on the uh, road to be listen. Same, same footsteps as his father, man. Uh, he's six two. He's six two. Yeah, said the six two guard showed his father's unselfishness on the court and made several. Athletic plays that contribute to the win. So, um, yeah, he's doing something. Um, said James flew to the game after the Heat beat Miami and Florida Friday night. He entered the arena with his wife Savannah to huge cheers and uh, proceeded to take front uh, seat front court because uh, Glenn sent me something. It was like, your father's LeBron, your uncle is D-Wade, and your auntie is Gabrielle Union. <laughs> Bro, you got to be successful. <laughs> All of them, for real. Like, it's just got to be, like, the best feeling you can have, man, is having, like, being able to provide them type of uh, opportunities to your kid. Yeah. Especially with him growing up the way he grew up with a single mother. Like you said, he got the the typical story of a professional athlete, man, black athlete. Mm-hmm. And um, beat all the odds, man. And it's crazy, like I say, how people earlier this summer, how people were jumping on him because of how he was acting, you know, doing the warm ups, doing all that stuff, and oh, he's a helicopter father. He he needs to sit down. Like, boy, brother can't win for losing. If you ain't there, they're talking about you. If you're there, you're doing too much. Man, wish I had a father like that. <laughs> yeah. So, shout out to you, uh, LeBron. Keep doing your thing. Yes, sir, LeBron. Appreciate you. Like, uh, like this old man when I stayed in Memphis. Call him LeBurn James. LeBurn James. No, LeBurn. LeBurn. Nigga, but he said that. He said, hold on. Who the hell is LeBurn James? <laughs> Boy, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> LeBron. Yeah. That was funny. Um. So, the other thing we wanted to talk about was that D Wade story. I mean, D Wade on the. um. State podcast called uh, All the Smoke. 
something like that with uh Matt Barnes and yeah, Steve Jackson. All uh, the Smoke Podcast. Um, so you shared it. I meant to um. I meant to. I got the clip. I should try to play it on here. I couldn't get it on the um. I couldn't get it on here to play. Let's see how. I think it might sound too crazy. Um. So, wh- what were your thoughts? I mean, if I was in his situation, it'd be the same thing. You gotta support your kids, man. If you don't show your kids love, how do you expect the world to show them love? Yeah, but then they'll be looking for it from somewhere else that they ain't got no business to. All right. So I'm I'm gonna try to play it. Let me see. What if your son come home and tell you he's gay? What are, what are you gonna do? You don't talk about strength and courage. Incredible. My twelve year old has way more than I have. Mm-hmm. And you can learn something from your kids in our household, man. That's all we talk about. We talk about making sure our kids be seen. By each of us, we want them to to be whoever they feel that they can be in this world. Like that's our our goal. Why are you trying to go down that process? This is what's going to come at right. you. It's going to be a lot of negativity. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of hate. And it's not even just from my son's sexuality. It's just about being a, a young black man and or young black form, woman. First and foremost, <laughs> right? Yeah. When I respond to things socially, I'm not responding because you hurt my feelings. You're dad. I'm responding is because I understand my platform. It's I crazy. understand that I'm speaking for. A lot of people that don't have the same mm-hmm. voice that I have, right. right? Right. As a father, so for me, man, like I said, it's just it's just my 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 version of of supporting. Like it ain't about him; he knows who he is. Mm-hmm. It's about you. Who are you? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So all these people that's out there saying those things, look at yourself. Mm-hmm. Understand that you the one that got the issues. You the one that got the problems. It's not the kids. You decide that yeah, they born a certain way, and you say they got to be that way. It's not. So, um, yeah, I say, man, um, at the end of the day, these people, these people hop on, you know, social media. That's the reason I don't put a whole lot of stuff out there because, you know, people like to judge you. Right. And their situation is horrible as well. Worse than yours. It don't matter That's what it is. I'll be looking at it, man. Yeah, it don't matter what it is, like, the people that are judging that 12-year-old, you know, guarantee you 20, 25%, they're probably in the closet. You know, they probably hurt that their parents didn't accept them. Right. You know, or they, you know, they don't think and they don't have the courage to come out. So then they want to hop on there and say stuff. It's like, whatever he... That man and his family are doing. That's for, on them. Yeah. That, it's not affecting you in no way, shape, or like form. Like that one episode when you talking about Jay-Z, what you eat don't make me shit, man. Yep. So I understand. Like they said, if you put it out there, then people got the right, you know, people going to say you got to expect that. But it's like, because I seen some stuff like, you know, dudes like, man, D-Wade tripping. So what are you gonna do different? It's, that's that's how I look. That's how I'm looking at it. Like your son cur- clearly is gay. Mm-hmm. 
Like, how are you going to keep him from, like, all you can do is support him. Because he's, he's going to be gay regardless. It's not like you can beat beat the shit out of him and, be like, and he ain't gay no more. Yeah. He's, he's still going to feel that way when he get done. Oh, you on this home? Yeah. You know, that's what, um, that's what, uh, that's what a lot of these cats, you know, probably say they'll do. I'm disowning. I ain't, 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 ain't none of my kids gonna be, none of my kids gonna be gay. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's how I look at it. Like I'm looking at it like, if Lil Travis came to me, it's like, Dad, I think I like boys. At first, it's gonna catch you yeah, off guard. It's gonna, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm not gonna, it's not gonna register in my head right away. But after you sit down and think about it, that he even had the courage to come and tell you this, all you can do is be supportive, man. Right. Let him know that the world is cruel. So you are going to get people that's going to come at you certain ways and mm-hmm. say this and say that. Mm-hmm. You got to be strong enough to ignore and live your truth, man. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try to be as supportive as I can. I, mean, I ain't going to be supportive as a Having them, I don't, I'm not even finna go there, man. But yeah, yeah. it's gonna be limits to my supportiveness when it comes to that stuff. I mean, like, just like you say, <laughs> just seeing it, even if it was, you know, even if, even if you wasn't gay, like you say, yeah. I ain't trying to come in and y'all right. kissing. And what you, what you say you gonna do? I don't remember. Hey, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's with it, any kid. So, I mean, because yeah. it's boy on boy action or girl on girl action, whatever. I just don't want to see my kid. Yeah, and they're like, your kids don't want to see you right. slobbing down <laughs> they mama or your girlfriend. So, right. why in the hell I want to see my kid slobbing down his girlfriend? Come here, man. Let me ask you something real quick. Look, you came back in here. So. Are you in the girls right now? Yeah. You like girls? Yeah. Did you know this? Nope. <sighs> you find out things every day. Hold on, hold on, come here. Yeah, time I try to talk to him about girls, he he gets shy. Yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you. You hit you twelve. Yeah. Okay. You hit fourteen, fifteen. Would you be kissing your girlfriend in front of your daddy? No, nigga. You making all this noise and we recording? The answer is no. He will not be kissing nobody in front of me. Okay. Until he's thirty-five, married. The only 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 time he want to see you kissing is when they say you can kiss your bride. Right. You may kiss the bride, bro. All right. We done with you. You making too much noise. Peace out. Back to what we were saying. Um. <laughs> yeah, we kind of all over the place, but yeah. So like I say, real life people, it's real life. <laughs> like I say, man, he he's handling it like he should handle it because if he if his son doesn't get the support at home that he should get, he's, he's where else he gonna get it? All right, he gonna that look. type of stuff leads to depression, suicide. Yeah, or like we say. It's like with anybody. If you don't get the love at home 
then you gonna go looking for it somewhere else. Exactly. And that's how you find trouble. You know what and I'm saying? That's with any situation, whether yeah, you're that's yeah. sexuality or not, man. You know, you just at home and you ain't getting no love at home. You're gonna try to find it somewhere else. Like I say, that can lead to lead to the drugs. You know, you get that one high, you I need to get and like they say, you get that first high. All right. You spend the rest of your rest of your time chasing that first high. Let me ask you this. It's kind of on that same subject. And, like, I've been on uh, Twitter, and, like, I just keep seeing people retweet this picture, these pictures of these little uh, black boys. Look like they went to Disney World, did what Nike did, and dressed up like princesses. Oh, I seen. I didn't. I haven't looked. In, I've seen the picture. And they said uh, some of my little boys can be princesses, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what are your thoughts on that? <sighs> Uh, I mean, I, I, I've thought about that. I, I don't know for real. Like I can say anything right now, but actually going through that because like we say, like we say with kids, a lot of times parents and adults try to project what they think on to the kids when all reality kids just they like it because they like it right. you know what i'm saying they like what they like at that at that point in time until you know they get conditioned for the most part you know to boys like this and girls like that i mean i honestly to be 100 percent honest i don't know what i would do until i would actually have to cross that road you know what i'm saying I don't want to say, I'll tell you what I wouldn't do, though. I ain't finna spaz out and go off and cuss him out and say all the, you know, say all that crazy stuff. I'm not going to do that. If he old enough that, you know, if he old enough to have a somewhat of a serious conversation, you know, I find out that's something that he really want to do. Hey, okay, then. Then, then we go ahead. If that's going to make you happy right now. And then we'll just have to keep our, you know, keep our eye on it. Mm-hmm. The older he get, like, hey, do you still, you still got these feelings you felt like you had before? Because you know, like I say, kids change. That could just be at that point in time in that moment, you know. Because with Aiden, if we were to go and he seen Nike do it, <clears throat> he would want to, you know. Yeah. If Nike was doing it, he's like, oh, I want to do it too. Well, you know, if that's something you really, really want to do, then hey. But like I say, I don't, I say that now, but but I wouldn't spaz, I wouldn't be no asshole about it. Yeah, I don't think I'll spaz out, but just, but just with my first thought, I would tell them no. Yeah. Like, I can't really explain it or nothing like that, man, but. I just wouldn't listen. That's that's a tough one. It is, and then like I've been seeing like like after I seen that, I've been seeing people like reply to the tweet, uh, tweet, and they've been showing like all these celebrities that s- adopt these little black boys mm. and dress them up like girls. Mm. Mm. Like I think is it Madonna? Is it Madonna? Angelina Jolie? They got like two black adopted sons, uh-huh. like four or five, five or six or something like that. And like they dress both of them up like girls, mm. Mm. and it's like, are you trying to force them 
Yeah. See, people see that's another thing. People don't think about that. Like instead of it always being the kids trying to trying to make it seem like that's what the kids want to do. Yeah, some are you some, encouraging this type yeah, of behavior yeah. also Because then you know they get confused, and that's and they kind of going to that. You remember we talked about that um uh gender neutral. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I still don't understand. I've, t- I've I've actually talked to a lady about that, and that still just confuses the hell out of me. Yeah, me too, man. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know. I just say, I try not to get on them type of subjects because it's easy to offend people. And instead of a lot of people trying to teach you, they feel like you should already know or you should do the research. Like, look, man, I'm not going to research something if I feel like I'm never going to come across. All right. You know, because you, you don't know. If, and it, it just changes so much. Like when the Breakfast Club, when they had the, uh, they had, they had that dude uh, from New York undercover when he was on there, Malik Yelba. Yeah, Malik Yelba. He's talking about trans. Yeah, they had, I think they had one or two trans people on there. Man, that shit right there got <laughs> so confusing. And they had a lady on there called uh, Flame. Flame. Yeah, Flame Monroe. Yeah, something like that. she was like. She was talking about that confused the hell out of her too, right? And she's a part of the community or whatever. But she's saying, because I heard her on a uh, Brilliant Idiots podcast mm-hmm. talking too, and she was saying pretty much the reason why the trans community didn't mess with Malik Yoba is because he's saying he don't like. I mean, he like women, but he's attracted to trans. I mean, it's kind of confusing. Listen. I know how I, I perceived it, but I, it's hard for me to explain it. Like, he's pretty much saying he's not gay, but he's attracted to trans women. Yeah. Um, we done went down a rabbit hole, and we kind of <laughs> we got too deep into this right now. We got to say that for another day. Hey, Barry. It's what's going on in the society today, man. It is. It is. But we can't, we, we can't really – we can't speak. On this, because, like I say, you get lost. Like, look, man, I don't know the acronyms. I don't know all the letters. It's easy to offend. So we do need to find somebody from that community to come on and have a conversation. Try to break it down. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's only right, because we got young kids right now. We don't know how it's going to, you know, yeah, what's going to happen in the future. So... But oh, see, I got a uh, I got a sponsor. Somebody reached out, reached oh, yeah. out via Instagram about a about a book. So this is, and I don't know. I want to say the name wrong. I think I got it right. So the book is Princess Amani's First Date. Uh, it became available on December 17th and the book is says Amani goes on her first day with her father Ben. He teaches her about how to sh- how she should be treated with respect and love. Her father hopes one day that she will meet someone that will treat her in the same way. Amani wants all girls to know that they are that they 
deserve the best and should be loved. So um, it was written by Barbara Henyard. I hope I said your name right, last name right. Um, it is available via uh, Amazon, and it is available on Barnes & Noble. It says autograph books will be available in January of 2020. Uh, her Instagram is at Princess Amani underscore. And the website is www.princessamanisfirstdate.com. So uh, it might be something we have to check out, T. Because like we say, we we are our daughter's first boyfriend. That's a fact. And... We got to make sure that, um, you know, we teach them how they should be treated. Uh, Okay, the book is $20. So, uh, that's something we're going to have to cop and read that that to the girls. No. So, um, yeah, like we say, check, check out Princess Amani's. First date. And again, the Instagram is Princess Amani underscore. And the website is www.princessamanisfirstdate.com. And it's by Miss Barbara Henyard. So we will, we're going to cop that book. Because I think it's two of them. I literally got two different covers. It may just have two different covers. But either way, go. We're going to cop the book and we will give y'all our review. But I'm pretty sure it's a good book and it's a good. uh, Yeah, go check it out. A good read. Good read for the girls. So uh, we may end up, you know, we can take a picture and end up on on the Instagram page. Um, Oh, (laughs) so I was at work. I, uh, Late, uh, this lady I be talking to, I be seeing. She was like, "I see you on the advertising." I said, "What? Are you sure it was me?" She was like, "Yeah, it was you. It was on Instagram." I said, "It wasn't me. Ain't nobody like I ain't advertising nothing, and I don't take that many pictures." So she's sitting there trying to find. I'm like, "You sure it was me?" And I thought she was gonna try to be funny. I like it ain't Diddy. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> that's that, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Like it ain't Diddy, is it? It's like nah. She pull it up. Damn right, it was me. It was uh. It was when I went to uh, when I went to that networking event. Oh okay. It was a picture of me and um, uh, some girl, one one of the girls I was talking to, and then um, Alana, Alana. F- Girl went to school, yeah. yeah, yeah. She went to school with us, and it was just you know networking that that little event. But I'm like, man, like they should have told me or tagged me or something. I know they didn't know who I was, but just randomly pop up on people's Instagram. I feel kind of celebrity. Celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> He's signing autographs uh, after this podcast. So everybody that don't want to show up, stay where you at. And that's what's gonna happen. All right, um, this podcast has been kind of just just kind of random. We 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 gonna do better. We gonna get back to our regular regularly scheduled program. Come here in twenty twenty. 
gonna be a big year for us in 2020, man. We said that last year about 2019. Well, and we've definitely made some steps toward that in 2019. Yeah, and I gotta work on that because it's been a year on the 18th. Started this December 18th, 2019. 18. And it is now 2020, and it's been a whole year. So, you know, the equipment has stepped up, sound quality. It's sounding better. So we're gonna we're gonna get these out of here. Um but before we hop to our jokes and quotes, I seen some tea. It says how the Air Jordan eleven became the new dad shoe. I seen I seen it. So everybody knows the original dad shoe, the Air Monarchs. Damn near any type of new balances you can find. Asics, you know. But, you know, as as the time goes and we get older, because I was thinking, I was like, <clears throat> at one point in time, will we have to stop wearing Jordans? Then I was like, no, nah, because that's what we grew up on. Yep. And, they, you know, the kids don't really rock Jays because they know who he was. They right, rock him because, because that's the fashion. Yeah, but they're starting to kind of fall away from that a little bit. You know, it's the... Off whites and the Yeezys and stuff like that. So, you know, ain't nothing wrong with the with the Elevens. I gotta start wearing mine, but ain't nothing wrong with the Elevens becoming a new dad shoe. So this says, uh, one part of this article says, "Today I'm a 34 year old father who wears my Concords and Space Jams on a regular basis because the Air Jordan 11 is in my top two sneakers of all time." They're not my number two. <laughs> Beyond the obvious design superiority and um, the aesthetics, I began thinking about why I feel like the shoe is so special to me and many others around my age. Then it dawned on me. It's the quintessential cool dad shoe. Because uh, at a very special point in time, for many, for anyone old enough to appreciate the mid '90s era, Michael Jordan, Chicago Bulls, and all their glory, but still young enough to pull them off without looking like an L7 weenie. <laughs> you know what that is, right? You don't know what an L7 weenie is? I know that's a lane, a square. Yeah, but a weenie. I mean, I never heard well, of an L7 weenie. You never seen a, a Sandlot. Uh, that's that's from there. You old man, dog. That what do you mean? I'm old. Sandlot, man. That's old. You was around too. That movie came out like in '95. Man, man, nothing. A lot of stuff came out in '95. In '95, you was what nine, ten, nine. I was, I was young. We not finna put my age out there. <laughs> I was younger than that, man. But I don't remember no movie from '95 except Lion King, bro. So you don't remember Toy Story? That didn't come out in '95. It did come out. Look, Look man, you got me off my story. Dang, talking about just some this nigga nonsense. Old. He's old. You old? 
continue with your story, man. Yeah. The quintessential. I'm past that. L7 wiener. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) This was where the true millennial sneaker revolution began. You know, you see Skip Bayless wearing them. I think he too old to be rocking them. I be saying he be wearing them futures too. Yeah, nobody wears. <laughs> like you know. I mean, they got the eleven bottoms on them, but that's about it. They got the thirteen bottoms. The futures? Yeah, talking about the ones that's like, just like a cloth cover shoe with shoelaces on the side or something. All right, says back in ninety six, I ironically attempted a number of. Cockamamie schemes to get my paws on these bad boys. Knowing there wasn't a chance in hell my parents were going to spend $125 on them. Do you know what I would do for a pair of 11s to cost $125? Uh, uh, I thought they, yeah. But yeah. I wish I could find one of them. Her shoes for any shoes for hundred twenty five dollars these days. Oh no, it's something out there. But I mean, <laughs> that you wear. Yeah, that I would wear. Yeah, I'm not talking about the Air Monarchs, my nigga. <laughs> they hundred twenty five dollars. Ain't even that much, but I'm just saying. Uh-huh. But it's, much. it's safe to say that uh, we're going to be way cooler than our parents. You know, I think about how are we going to act. When they get older and they listen to music, if the music still got cussing in it, like, how can we react? Hold on, repeat that? So, you and Lil Travis in the car, uh-huh. and he want to put on a song, and they in there cussing their ass off, how are you going to react? You, I mean, you, I mean, you 40. 45 somewhere around there Like how can you How how are you gonna react Oh in my car His yeah, car you in your car He turned that on Yeah car. I mean if it's good music I don't I'm cool with that Okay Cause it's like Then you turn around You throw on Wayne Yeah You know what I'm saying it's, my, my, my mama be doing that man She get, used to get in my car and I got thrown something that'd be cursing in it. She's like, you just so disrespectful. Like, like come on, man. It's, you act like I'm in here cursing this up. See, see, that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, they can't, we can't, we can't get mad. Cause they listening to that. Right. Then yes. we turn around and throw on the same thing. She had thrown some Tupac. Yeah, but you know. But then she probably also throw on that uh, Isley Brothers or uh, yeah. Al Green. What the fuck? The police coming straight from the ground. <laughs> Young nigga got that bad because I'm brown. Ah, so, all right. You got um. We apologize. This is just all over the place. We got. I got. We got new equipment. I was excited to use it. I'm excited to use this next feature. <laughs> he gonna use it whether it's uh. <laughs> Suitable or not, man. So, be pre- I don't know. Be prepared. So, uh, <laughs> what you got? I only got one joke this week, man. I just felt like it was good enough to where I only needed one. <laughs> just found one. 
What kind of doctor is Dr. Pepper? A physician. <laughs> Don't do it. That was funny. A physician. Boo! <laughs> hey, Tom, shut the f*** up. Boy, watch your mouth. Tom, shut the f*** up. I know he's finna do me like that. <laughs> Look, it's this button right here. I'm using that motherfucker whether it's funny or not. No, if it's funny. Why did the mushroom get invited to the party? Why? He was a fun guy. Boo! <laughs> hey, Tom, shut the f*** up. Boy, watch your mouth. Tom, shut the f*** up. <laughs> y'all couldn't hear him. He, right. Y'all couldn't hear him. He over here bugging <laughs> up. <laughs> Heard Tom in the background crying and shit. He over here bugging up. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny though. <laughs> that was funny. Like I say, my mama had chased me and said, Yeah, y'all probably want to have some better jokes. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. He's not a fun guy. He was a fun guy. That's not funny. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> I was about to hit that mug before you even finished it when you said something about a mushroom. <laughs> We just gonna do one. That's all I got, man. Uh, you got you got got another one. Go ahead. I'm gonna see if I can find one real quick. Uh, why? Why can't you give Elsa a balloon? Why? She let it go. You know what I'm talking about? Whoa! <laughs> hey, Tom. Boy. He over here left. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> you know that's from that frozen. <laughs> yeah. Let it go. Let it go. The yeah, only reason I know that cause Nike been on that stupid movie. That movie sucks. Alright, I got one. Oh man, that was funny. What do you call it when you mix alcohol and American literature? Tequila Mockingbird. That was trash. Hater. What a hater. That was trash. No, that wasn't. It was, man. To kill a mockingbird. All right, man. What type of, sh- what kind of shoes do a baker wear? You still doing this? Yeah. I don't know. Loafers. I ain't going to hit it on you. That wasn't funny, though. They tired of hearing the booze. I got to find a different boo. The ones I had was good. You can't front. They wouldn't, bro. You were sitting there laughing. I was laughing at the boo. <laughs> you were laughing at the boo. All right, you got a quote? You got a quote? Yeah, man. What you this got? is by Reed Markham. I don't know who Reed Markham is, but here he goes. The quality of a father can be seen in the goals, dreams, and aspirations he sets, not only for himself, but for his family. Okay. Shout out to you, Reed, if you're still around. Um, I got one. And it's kind of from me. This nigga think he is, man. Because me, uh, me and Glenn was talking one day. And listen, people, you have to teach your kids, listen. <laughs> yeah, all, right. all right, Rollo. Wallow. 
All right, no, but for real, um, you got to teach your kids how to how not to move off emotion. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how you get that's how you get into a lot of a lot of trouble because you move off emotion. So like you know what I'm saying, T. Hmm? You know what I'm saying? Like not moving off emotion, getting yourself together. Because, you know, if you you mad and you the first thing you do is jump because you mad, then you're going to be in more trouble than you would have been in. Because then once you calm down, you're going to probably think to yourself, damn, that wasn't really worth it. So if if people start teaching their kids on how not to move off emotion, then, you know, a lot of stuff wouldn't be happening because – Watching the football game earlier, there were three different shootings last last night this morning. I've been seeing it uh all over social media. Yeah, uh, I don't even remember. What, I know at least two of them passed. So yeah, man, a lot of these kids nowadays they moving off emotion. They get mad. And then they just want to react. You can't do that, man. You got to um, get yourself together. Think about it. Now, if, you in, if you're in danger at that point in time, then you got to react. But, you know what I'm saying, get your thoughts together before you react because that's going to save you a lot of time, trouble, and money. Fact. So, remember, like Jay-Z said, someone told me, don't argue with fools because people from a distance can't tell who is who. That goes in the same vein. So, shout out to me for my quote. Shout out. No, 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 no. Shout out to me. Shout out to me for the quote um, because I am that guy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I just wanted to do that. Um. So, until next time, people. (laughs) Listen, folks, we got a new toy. So, we're going to be doing a lot of silly stuff. Because I I shouldn't be controlling the board. Definitely shouldn't. But I'm going to get it together. All right, folks. Well, as usual, you can find us everywhere. Instagram, COD. COD underscore, COD underscore Black Dads. I, I, it's a shame I don't know this by now. COD underscore Black Dads. Twitter. COD Black Dads Podcast. Uh, Facebook, Call of Duty Black Dads. You can find Travis the Nut. On <laughs> hey, man, stop introducing <laughs> me, man. You can find Travis the Nut and his new website, TravisTheNut.com. You'll be able to find Trav Nasty of the Nasty Boys. You'll be able to find any type of nut, walnuts, macadamia, <laughs> pistachios, <laughs> sunflower seeds. All right, man. <laughs> As usual, people, be responsible. Raise your kids, and we out. Peace.
Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.